right, here we are, D1 Highlights, back and in living color, here live with you guys to talk some more prep football news with you, Tennessee, Tennessee high school football news. My man DC here with me. DC, how you doing? We're back. We are definitely back. Uh, we've had we've had some time off, uh, well not time off, we've had time off from the radio show, but uh, we've been still out there working out there putting together content, putting together things for uh, you guys, the listeners, things that make uh, the people that make this thing work, uh, the players, the students, the teachers, the staff, the administration, you all. Hey, that's why we're here, right? Hey, that's what we do it, man. I love it. We were just talking before we went on the air, Evan, about just you know thanking our our loyal listeners, our followers. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's, cha- it's state championship time here in Tennessee, and it's, it's it's no better feeling to have this this talk and this conversation with our listeners all across the state of Tennessee right now. So, you out there listening, thank you. Happy holidays. Hope uh, your Thanksgiving was splendid. Mine was was well. We uh just kind of hung out here in Nashville, Devin, hung out with the with the family and ate plenty of turkey and just kind of relaxed. What about you guys? Man, so. It's, it's been busy for us, uh, to say the least. So I tell you this, DC. So last year, so you know, I got family in Michigan. My wife has family in Michigan. So we do a lot of time up there. You know, Christmas, Thanksgiving. You know, driving back and forth, that whole deal. So last year, last year, my wife said, "You know what? I'm I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm you know, we're gonna sit here at home, and whoever wants to see us for Thanksgiving comes to see us." Right. And it worked out great. You right. Know, we, you know, right. We, you know, last year, we, you know, everyone came down to the house and you know, we had a good old time this year. She, you know, I, I don't I don't know where or, you know, I guess it keeps the marriage exciting. But this year she gets the mindset that she wants to go visit our friends in Florida. <laughs> I'm like, nice, okay. nice. I'm like, uh, no, okay, not just any part of Florida, but like Orlando, Central Park. And she's like, let's drive. Orlando's gorgeous. Like, Orlando's awesome. Uh, it's great. Man, that's an I mean, 11-hour drive right after uh, the bachelor weekend for my buddy who just got married. Shout out to Marcus. Congrats, my brother. Uh, so, I had, Marcus. I had a week, yep, so I had a weekend in Gatlinburg that I covered. I took the time to cover Maryville that week as well. Got back, and the wife's like, all right, we got to head down to Florida. Head down to Florida. Uh, spend the week with the friends down there, head back, catch the wedding yesterday, uh, and then had family in town today in the midst of doing show prep and notes and everything else. It's been crazy, man. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too old for this now, but it's been, it's been fun. The kids enjoyed it. I hope everyone out there had a good, uh, happy Turkey day and all that stuff we did. Uh, we almost got eaten by an alligator. That's cool, though. Yes. Yeah. Expand on that story, Evan. So as I was doing my exercise earlier this evening, and as Evan said, having my production meeting, um, Evan was telling me the story <laughs> about this potential alligator situation in Orlando. And I just, I feel like you need to share that story. That's, a, that's a, It's an amazing story. I'm glad you guys got back safe and sound. No one was eating up. But just expand on that story for a second. It may be, it may be I'm over-exaggerating. I don't know. You tell me. I'll let you guys be the judge. And I'm sure we'll have some Twitter followers chime in on this. But, you know, you know, anytime 
you know, that we've gone down to Orlando, you know, we've got, uh, you know, we got timeshares down there. We got hotels down there. You're in a resort area. You don't, you don't see too much wildlife in the, in, in the likes of alligators, right? And things like that. So our friends, they live oh, about, about 40, 45 minutes outside of Orlando. And you're starting to get into the, you know, you're starting to get into the country a little bit. So uh, we get down there and my man says, hey, you know, you see that lake behind our house? I said, yeah. He said, we got gators in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, no gators in there. Sure enough, we look out there and there's, there's about a six, seven foot gator swimming across the lake back and forth. I'm like, I'm like okay, cool. So I would turn around right then and there. Right. You know, right. I don't, I don't, I don't mess around with gators. Okay. It, I mean, I mean, to add to it, they've got, I mean, they've got chickens running around out there and birds. I'm like, this gator is going to have a field day on something while I'm down here. But anyway, Thanksgiving night, he gets the idea. He's like, hey, let's take out our dock unleashes as a, as a float. Let's go out there on the pond and float around the lake and look for the gator. I'm like, man. No, why, why are we looking for a, a gator? That's, that's the first question. I, hey, okay, so according, okay, and he's been living there for a long time. All right, so I, I trusted him with this. So according to him, the gator is chill. Okay, the gator sits up on the on, on the banks and don't mess with nobody. And you can go out and you can see him. You can say hi to him and all this kind of stuff. You know, he's like, we're cool as long as we don't fall in. I said, okay, let's make sure we don't fall in. So we get out there. We got the kids on the little dock in the boat, floating around and all that stuff. And he says, let's go this way. And we said, no, nah, no, nah, you can't go that way. You're going to get stuck. He said, no, nah, we got it. We got it, man. Come on, let's go. <laughs> sure enough, we get stuck, DC. And, um, mm. you know, this dock doesn't have any kind of guardrails or nothing like that. It's on some floaties, you know. So if the so gator you're decided... You're on a dock in the middle. You're in a, you're, at yeah. this point, you're on a floatable dock in the yeah. middle of a pond, lagoon, that's lake, probably got whatever. several, a lake, just probably has several alligators just floating around. I mean, you are in Florida, correct? According to him, according to him, there's just one male gator that rules that water. And they said he's cool. But so, <laughs> so my, I'm like, okay, cool or not, now we're stuck. I'm like, the gator right. decided that he's like, hmm. There's some tasty looking people on that dock. I'm just gonna tip it and see which one I can get. We would have been done. Right. I, right. But it was, you know, you know, it was, you know, the holiday spirit that I had was gone at that point. I was ready to get <laughs> I bet. But it was fun. You know, it's fun seeing friends and family and all that good stuff, man. It was it was cool. We're still alive. No gator bites. Everybody's good. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad you guys made it back safe and sound. I just thought when you were telling me that story earlier this evening, I just I'm, I'm glad you guys got back safe and sound again. <laughs> we're we're here. We're not on the news down in Florida for getting eaten. <laughs> Thank goodness, right? Yeah. So what's good in your uh, what's new in your neighborhood? What's going on? Hey, brother. Not a whole lot. You know. Again, we missed everyone last week as we. Uh, did the traveling thing as yourself in Maryville and Thanksgiving this week. Uh, nothing much at all, man. Just kind of spend time with family. Just working on a lot of D1 highlights, um, opportunities with the magazine and, you know, the website and Twitter and just kind of surfing social media today. So that's, that's been pretty much about it. Just kind of relaxing, man. And at the end of the day, blessed. Looking forward to watching some good high school football this uh, 
this weekend coming up. Yeah, I'll tell you what, since you mentioned that, uh, let's go ahead and give out the website address. Uh, I think we, you know, we probably, we probably got some new listeners this week. Uh, we're down to, you know, we're down to the point where your normal radio broadcasts are not going on any longer. So I think we picked up a few listeners from that. And, you know, you're down to your last few teams. So, uh, you know, we picked up some coaches and things from that point uh, who aren't um, game planning and things like that tonight. So uh, the website for any of our new listeners, uh, www.d1highlights.net. You guys can also follow us on Twitter at D1Highlights or on Instagram at D1Highlights underscore TN. Uh, DC brought up the magazine. Uh, magazine is currently being circulated. It's currently being sold uh, in the form of advertising. Uh, any small businesses, large businesses, medium businesses out there who want to advertise uh, in the magazine, y'all hit us up. Uh, there's a lot of information on the website about it. Uh, you can hit us up on anything, Instagram, Twitter, the website, it doesn't matter. Let us know, and uh, we'll send a rep out there to talk to you guys about it. We also have a new a new Twitter account for uh, D1 Highlights um, based around the magazine. Uh so, you know, we hear a lot of, you know, we hear a lot about accounts out there getting hacked and disappearing. So we figured we go ahead and we start another uh, D1 Highlights account on Twitter in the form of D1 Highlights Mag, M-A-G. You guys go in there and you follow that. That's, uh, that's us as well. Um, but pretty much anything you can learn from the regular D1 Highlights Twitter account, you can learn from that account as, uh, as well. Uh, we just started that, so that one's getting ramped up. So yeah, it's cool beans. I love we're down. We're down, we're, we're down to very, very few, the very few elite teams that we can talk about. DC. Yeah, you know it's funny. We first started this out a few few weeks ago. There was so much to talk about at that time. You know, you had several teams across the state that were competing and playing. So, you know, here we are at the at the end. I mean, this is pretty much what um, this is what everyone has worked for. I mean, it's, it's at this point, it's go time this Thursday night, which is which is uh, which is going to be a little different. Um, but hey, it's that time. It's that time of the year. I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, we'll be able to get out there. I don't know what the plans are. We haven't talked about the logistics yet of us getting out there with you know the new uh, the new uh, classification and scheduling of the game. Let's let's briefly talk about that for a second, if we can. What do you? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I tell you what, for those of you that don't know, um, the, the schedule's been re, uh, realigned. So yeah, on, on, on Thursday night, we've always had Thursday night games, but it used to be the private schools on Thursday night. Yep. You, only had, yep. you, only, you only had two classifications. You only had two divisions. You had uh, 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 2A and 1A. Uh, but now you've got the private school games will now be played on Saturday. Saturday. You got single or 1A, 2A, and then 3A all being played on Saturday, private school games. Okay, on Thursday, you've got Division 1, 1A plays at, uh, what is it, D.C., 11 a.m.? 11 a.m., and I'm looking yeah. forward to talking with Coach Randolph about that here in a little bit. But, yeah, 
They play eleven o'clock, uh, eleven a.m. Thursday morning. They're the first uh, game of uh, the first game of, of the weekend. That's uh, yeah, yeah. So I've got a so you know used to be there used to be you know you and I would send up a correspondent on Thursday to catch the Thursday game. Usually because we've covered the private schools enough during the regular season as it is, and they would go up and catch the Thursday games for us, plus their own TV, you know, that kind right. of thing. Right. Now, right. with us right. having covered uh, Cornersville so much, I'm I'm getting up in the morning, I'm driving up uh, ASAP so I can catch, hey, I'm, uh, hey, I'm, you know? I'm with it. Let's, let's, let's do it. I, I, you know, as you mentioned, you know, we've sent someone else up and watched the games on Thursday night. We generally, in the past, the past five years, I think we usually don't get up there until about noon to one o'clock on Thursdays, and that's usually, you know, the first game in. You know, and you know, yeah, this year it's going to be a little different. It's going, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to be up there literally Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this year, all day, yeah. all day, every day. The wife looked at me and said, "You're, you're going to win." <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, uh, I see you uh, next week. Um, I'm, 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 I'm headed up. Me and DC would be out. So uh, I was like, good luck with you and the kids and the dogs. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. On Thursday, you got one A, three A, and five A. And unfortunately, DC, we don't have we don't have a three A representative, do we? We've got, um, no. yeah. We do not. We do not. Yeah. Not, not, uh, not this year. And you know we'll talk we'll talk briefly about you know our guys over there off twenty eighth at Pearl Cone, um, unlucky break. Uh, we had uh, uh, Jay Carver out there, and uh, the reporting from that game was it was a, it was a sad night for us. Uh, you know, definitely both of us personally. But uh, hey, we'll talk about them in a little bit. We'll talk about Pearl, and if you are out there listening, guys, keep your head up. Uh, hell of a season. Yeah. Uh, and then what else? We also have. We also have oh, the yeah. Thursday. I don't know if you mentioned the five mm-hmm. A game at seven o'clock, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Knoxville Catholic, and then uh-huh. that's against our hometown hometown boys, Beach Buccaneers, going in there fourteen and no. Shout out yeah. to Beach. Yeah, and we mentioned and we mentioned on a few weeks ago uh, during Beach's epic run this season, their their uh, epic undefeated run this season. Last time they went undefeated regular season. You know, look at what happens. Yep. Boys up yep. there in Clarksville, you know, hey, they get it done. We'll see what happens this year. We'll be up there to watch it. Y'all represent. So all that goes down on Thursday. Hmm. Okay. Friday. So let's let's if we can real quick, Evan, let's just run those back again on, on Thursday. That go ahead. That Thursday yeah, ahead. that Thursday morning, eleven o'clock, you got division one, obviously. Class 1A championship between Greenback versus Cornersville, and that's 11 a.m., followed by the second game of the day, 3A, Alcoa versus Covington. And then lastly, to close the night off, Thursday um, at 7 o'clock, you've got the Class 5A championship, Knoxville Catholic versus Beach Buccaneers as well. Okay? Gotcha. So you got, so you got Middle Tennessee versus East Tennessee. 1A, right? <laughs> then you got uh, and then you got East and West for the 3A game. And then you got Middle and East again uh, for the 5A game. Okay. 
I like our eyes. I like our eyes. I like I our do. eyes for me. Okay. Cool. 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 What's okay? What's up? What's going on Friday? So Friday, Evan, we've got uh, Class Two A kicking off at eleven o'clock. You've got uh, Tyner uh, High School versus Union City, and that's at eleven. And to be quite honest with you, and and to be honest with you, you know we haven't covered either two of these schools throughout the whole season. So this is going to be a game I'm looking forward to. um, Definitely making sure we get there early uh, Friday morning to uh, take a look at these guys and and, uh, see what they're all about. Because Tyner and Union City, both schools, again that I haven't, I haven't paid attention to. What about you? I tell you what, yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned getting there early because we got a bat. I tell you, I'm 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 gonna put ourselves on blaze here, uh, Middle Tennessee. Uh, DC and I got a bad habit on on Thursday night of uh, staying up too late, editing too many photos and videos. Uh, usually, right after the last game, we go over to uh, grab a bite to eat, uh, stay up <laughs> kind of late. And the next morning, we wake up, we grab a coffee, and we're like, all right, here we go. We're going. We're going. We're going early. And we end up stumbling in there a little late. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of, you know, slow poking it, you know, sipping our coffee. But 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 we're going to do it this year. We we, yeah. we really are. We really are. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the reason, right. Evan. You know, you're, you're spot on. You know, you're out there listening. If you... <laughs> If you know us or follow us, yeah, we generally don't get there until about uh, at least the first or second quarter of the first game on Saturdays. It's just one of those days. But this year, Evan, I'm wanting to get there early, and the, the reason being is because Tyner is tailing Union City. But this is the same Tyner team that uh, unfortunately locked out our Watertown boys in the second round, 33 to 20, uh, 22, and then also after that. Uh, knocked off, obviously, uh, uh, Marion County, and then mm-hmm. a really good, uh, really good Rock Rockwood team. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing them, just because you know they beat our boys. I want to see what they're all about. You know, Watertown yeah. came in eight and two in, uh, into into the playoffs, and then to get knocked off by them, they must be uh, pretty legit. So, and yeah. not only that, Union County uh, knocked off Columbia Academy. You know, um, last week or Friday night. 35 to 7 and we're you know we've been hearing a lot of good stuff coming from Columbia Academy you know they jumped in the playoff um you know one seed going in 9 and 1 and then pretty much got manhandled against Union City so unfortunately yeah. for us you got Tyner Tyner who knocked out Watertown and Union City that knocked out Columbia Academy let's see what these see what these boys are all about check them out this week yeah and big and big and big uh Shout out to Columbia Academy. Those guys right down the road from me. Um, I'm up here in Spring Hill. They're down there in Columbia, of course. Uh, but had a chance to meet to meet some of their administration over there uh, over the past couple of weeks. Um, great, great organization down there. Like I love, I love what they're doing for their boys and their athletic programs down there. Uh, and I also like what they're doing with the school academically. Uh, but uh, great season, Columbia Academy. Um, I, I, you know what? I need to repost it. I saw it somewhere today, DC. It may even have been on Facebook. Uh, they put together a great. Um, I'm not sure if it was a year end video for their football team, that kind of thing. Uh, it was awesome. Okay. Though. If you guys haven't peeped it, uh, I'm gonna tweet that out. I'm gonna make a note to myself to 
to put that back out again, uh, out there again tonight, so everyone can check it out. Uh, but Coach Lansdale over there, congratulations on the great season, putting your boys on the map. Uh, hopefully, you guys can follow up again uh, next year um, with another great season. And uh, you've definitely caught our eye. We'll be uh, looking out for you guys and paying uh, close attention, to say the least. Yeah, I hate I didn't get a chance to go down there and check them out, uh, Evan. And that's them as in Columbia Academy. But I had every intention a few weeks ago, uh, I believe it was about two weeks ago, Evan, they were playing um, at home. And uh, traffic was just so bad coming down 65 South. I ended up having to uh, switch over and go to Cane Ridge and call it an amazing Cane Ridge and Ravenwood game. But, uh, yeah, shout out to those guys, man. I, I was coming to check you guys out and see what you were all about. But from what Evan said, y'all are legit. So we'll have an opportunity to go and check them out uh, next year, definitely. Yes, sir. And then, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then after that, leading into where we're, you know, at about 830, we're going to have uh, Dayron Johnson, a.k.a. Fat Cat from Springfield calling in. Um, so, Fat Cat. So, Friday, again, Division Two, Tyner Union City, which we'll go and definitely be there early in time, on time, to check them. And then, the 3 o'clock game for the 4A state championship is Greenville versus my guys over there, up there in Springfield. Yeah, Yellow Jacket, shout out to them boys out there doing things. Going to compete uh, at 3 o'clock Friday for the 4A championship, followed by 7 o'clock game, Evan, um, which is also representing uh, Middle Tennessee. Eddie Woods yep. and Kane Ridge, they'll be uh, taking on Maryville that 7 o'clock game on, on Friday night. And, you know, Kane Ridge, if y'all are out there listening, your fans, Springfield, uh, Beach, um, Cornersville, all the fans that are out there listening, come out and support these boys. You know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, um, great memories to build upon. So, you know, Friday night, uh, definitely, I, I need to see Springfield, the whole city, be in Cookville by 3 o'clock in your seat, bringing the noise, help them boys out. And then also, that 7 o'clock game, the 6A championship, Cane Ridge, Antioch, What's that area code over there? Uh, that zip code three seven one two two. Evan, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we need the whole three seven one two two to drive up to Cookville and support those Cane Ridge boys. Uh, no, I know seven o'clock. We, we need the entire mid state to come out there. Um, player players, if you got knocked out in the earlier rounds, uh, or even if you didn't go to the playoffs, you ain't got nothing to do this weekend. Uh, y'all come up support your fellow uh football players uh you know this is a great thing um i know i know it hurts getting knocked out uh but that's one of the things i you know i've truly appreciated seeing over the years is players and competitors who have gotten knocked out in earlier rounds uh come up and support the guys uh up in cookville in the uh playoffs and whatnot uh, I tell you what, it, you know, it, it, it did my heart some good. You know, back when we were playing, when we knocked out Brentwood and knocked out Gallatin, for those guys to come out and uh, watch us play. Um, so I know it. I know. I know it fuels the soul. Uh, you know, for you know, for you know, some of those guys to be on the sidelines and look up and seeing some players that they competed against, uh, cheering for them and rooting them on. 
uh, you know, from a, a, a mid-state vantage point, you know. Uh, so y'all, so, so you know, so y'all come up there with us. Y'all come up there, and make some noise, yeah. show yeah. some support, show some love. Hopefully, and hopefully they will, Evan. You know, I mean, that that day Friday should be a good day. I, I imagine schools gonna be let out. Um, you know, probably around eleven o'clock or noon up there, Robert Robertson County for the Springfield guys, and um, mm-hmm. I would imagine um, same thing with Cane Ridge. I imagine they'll probably let them out early around two o'clock to allow everyone to go home and and dress, get get uh, get ready for that seven o'clock game uh, for the six A championship against Maryville. And then Saturday, Evan, we have got. Um, what in the past has been what a two A game to start the day, I believe two four and six, yeah. So Saturday yeah. in the past has been the first two A game, but this year they're switching it up, which I like it. Eleven o'clock, same thing. We got to get there uh, early, Evan. The the Division two Class one A yep. championship game is with our boys over there in Lebanon, Friendship Christian, as yep. they play DCA. Yep. The three o'clock game um, for the Class Two A Division Two is uh, Notre Dame versus Lausanne, based out of uh, West Tennessee. Yep. And then, lastly, we got our our our, our favorite, uh, well, America's favorite intern, intern <laughs> Palmer, and uh, Montgomery Bell Academy hosting the rubber match or the rubber. I'm sorry, the re the replay, not rubber band match. I apologize. Against Brentwood Academy at seven o'clock, so it's yep. gonna be a fun day. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun fun uh, fun fun week fun weekend. I tell you what, man, uh, I'm 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 a little shot, you know. So Friday night, I was driving back from Florida, um, but when I got in, uh, I saw that DCA had 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 knocked off Davidson Academy. Wow, that was impressive. I, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, think about this, DC. At the beginning of the season, if someone had looked at you and said, "Mid-state representatives for uh, the Blue Cross Blue Shield Bowl will be the Cornersville Bulldogs, Cane Ridge Ravens, uh, uh, DCA Wildcats, Friendship Commanders." Uh, who else? I mean, Spring Springfield Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Each I, I mean, you, would you, I, I mean, would you have? I mean, would you have looked and said, "Oh, come on, get out of here," you know, just a little no, bit? I, I, no, I, I, I probably wouldn't have. But I mean, you know, you look at Division Two, Class Three A. I figured it would be Brentwood Academy and NBA. I mean, I, I figured it would be those right. two yeah. Yeah, um, at the time of the no. year. And then, so you look at Division Two, Two A. Um, you got your BGAs, you got CPAs now uh, playing in that in that division. Um, mm-hmm. No Notre Dame. Uh, I'm not surprised with that. Them and Luzanne. I mean, Luzanne hadn't lost a game since last year. They're <laughs> they're, they're legit. But you look at Division Two, One uh, A, Friendship and DCA. Mm-hmm. You know, Evan, I'm not gonna lie. I, I haven't really paid much attention to either of the two schools, unfortunately, over the past few years, and I'd heard rumblings about this uh, 2019 class, you know, uh, as I mentioned mentioned before, 2019 and the, the younger class, and what they've got, a nuclear uh, nucleus of young bud, young budding 
athletes. But in saying that, no, I didn't pay attention to them. So, but to see friendship and DCA two Milton C teams uh, competing, I'm okay with that. I'm, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's definitely, a, it's going to be a good time seeing friendship and DCA. That's that's going to be bragging rights here in the city. I think what friendship is what about 20 minutes from DCA, give or take a little bit. Uh, a little bit more than that. Uh, you know, friendships up in Lebanon. Uh, on that on that north side, going towards Gallatin, DCA's down in Donaldson, uh, close to the airport. So the I mean I mean I mean you know it'd be cool. Hey, let's have hey the middle ground. The middle grounds would be somewhere in Mount Juliet for them two to meet up. Let's play it now. Hey, let's let's go and get this out the way. Can we have the teams <laughs> right. meet up tomorrow? Uh, let's get this done. Let's get this over with. This is this is this is bragging rights. This is this is this hey, is but, territorial. <laughs> but you know, but as you mentioned, I mean, did we have these teams picked? I mean, out of the out of the Division Two class, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, NBA and Brentwood Academy, those were my those were my definites. Outside of that, I really wasn't sure. But what I do love about it, Evan, is it has brought attention to uh, Division Two football uh, for us, and I'm definitely looking forward to continue to follow the friendship guys, the Nashville Christian, the Davidson Academies, the Hewlett coming back, so it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward, looking forward to the next few years, those guys, see what happens. Shout out to friendship. Absolutely. And uh, DCA, hey, we apologize. We hadn't, we hadn't paid attention to you guys that much this year. Uh, we definitely got our attention now. Uh, we'll be taking a look at y'all uh, on Saturday, so uh, get it done. Let's we'll see what we can do. Make, see how make, how make good happen. of a game we can make this. <laughs> right, Definitely. right, man. All right, very cool, very cool. Well, hopefully, we've got uh, we've got uh, Mr. Dayron Johnson, aka Fat Cat, calling in shortly to uh, to talk to us and talk to us about those Springfield. Yellow Jackets. Hey, they are having a uh, unbelievable season, Evan. I mean, I had an opportunity to go and catch those cats play uh, week one, uh, very first game of the season. They played Gallatin and a uh, sloppy right. game, Evan. You know, it, it was week one. You know, um, Springfield ended up losing that game. They got to beat twenty-four to seven to a Gallatin team. But I tell you what impressed me about the game, uh, Evan, is that. Even though Springfield got beat, it was week one. But you're talking about um, Springfield obviously coming out uh, and representing 4A, competing pretty good with the strong 5A, traditionally strong Gallatin team. And, uh, hey, they're making a great run right now. I'm looking forward to wrapping with uh, Feck at here in a second and just kind of talk about them. Yeah, i tell you what. Um, hmm, let's go ahead and put it out there. Uh, is he gonna call us, or, or do we want to call him? You want to call him? We can, uh, either or, either or. He should be calling in, or we can call him. I, we told him to give us a call about eight thirty ish. I'm not sure we gave him the number. Hang on, let's see who this is. Right, Chia. Right, Chia. This Hello. is this is the Fat Cat Hotline. Is this is this Mr. Dayron Johnson? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on, Mr. Fat Cat? What's up, man? Man, I can't call it a congratulations to you guys out there in Springfield, man. You uh, you guys are on the map. You know, um, we uh, like I was telling Evan earlier, 
uh, they run that you know I had a chance to catch you guys week one against Gallatin and end up uh, losing that game 24 to, to 7 but what impressed me about you guys is when you were a smaller classification y'all went in there week one got the loss unfortunately but y'all did compete but let's fast forward to where we're at now you guys are headed to the state championship hosting Greenville up in Cookville what what's what's the atmosphere like at, at school and what's the atmosphere like just at in Springfield right now. Oh uh, man, it, it feels really good, man. If, if the city's behind us and everything, and we all believe in what they would take it on home, it's just real crazy right now in Springfield. A lot of people yeah, I, I know going to congratulations and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely a big deal for you guys up there. I mean, um. You know, again, like I said, I caught one game uh, this season on you all, but I- I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say that I thought you guys would be um, in this situation back in August. You know, I mean, again, y'all, you guys competed and looked good, but to say Springfield, Yellow Jacket, are going to be competing this uh, this Friday night in the state championship, man, I got to give you guys shout-outs again. Congratulations to you all. Um, you know, we'll be up there, obviously, Friday to come holler at you. Um, just real quick, if I could, one of my first questions I wanted to ask you is, Fat Cat, where did we, where did we get the name Fat Cat? Where did that come from? Uh, it, came from it came from my granny. She gave it to me when I was a baby. I came out eight pounds. I came out real thin, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like so great. I like so it, yeah. So so great. I've always wanted it, because, you know, we had an opportunity to, to meet you, um, at the Elite Three camp earlier uh, earlier in the year, and, and I remember talking to Coach Riley, and he was like, take a look at that fat cat over there. Keep an eye on fat cat. That's, that's going to be one right there that's going to be making some noise uh, this fall, which you have. Uh, but I've always wondered, you know, I was like, where did he get this name fat cat from? So so Granny gave it to you, huh? Yes, sir. He <laughs> <laughs> said, they run came, came, came out a big boy. We were going to make him fat Eight cat. Eight pounds. Eight pounder. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's pretty big. Well, look, you know, Fat Cat, you guys are going to be hosting an undefeated Greenville team, okay? Um, do you know much about them at all? They 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 obviously have a Mr. Football finalist in Cade Ballard, which is the coach's son. Um, he's yes, a dual threat, dual threat quarterback. You, do you know much about him? Yes, sir. I mean, um, in seventh grade, we both played on the Tennessee and Kentucky Future Star team. And we was roommates in seventh grade at the Future Stars. Get out of so, here. Get out of here. I swear. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, so we've, we've been going back and forth to see each other on Instagram, telling each other good luck, hopefully we can see them in Cookville. And now we're here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. You know, it's funny. It's funny, Evan, having these radio shows that we can actually broadcast across the state of Tennessee or across the country. But, like, I never would have known that talking to Fat Cat, and that's just so cool. And like you said, he's been knowing him since they were since they were younger, you know, and being roommates. That's that's awesome. There's a there's a there's a little uh, talk back and forth between you two this week, huh? Yeah, not yes, sir. It's gonna be a little bit talk. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good for competition. That's good, healthy competition right there. But, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, uh, Fat Cat. You know, we were talking earlier. 
uh, this evening about Springfield and, and, and y'all's amazing run right now. Two things. My, my first, I, I want to tell our listeners about Springfield, their last, do you even know the last time you guys lost? When were your last losses? Who was it to? It was to Beach, and they in the five eight state championship game, too. So, yeah. That's the last game we lost. You know, and that's huge, Evan. You know, I was, I was, I was talking to Fat Cat earlier via text, and uh, we were just kind of rapping back and forth. And, you know, you look at this schedule, Evan, they, you know, their last loss was September 22nd to Beach. And as he just said, a really good Beach team that's playing. Uh, this weekend for the state championship as well too. But you go ahead and you look at that being their last loss. They they knocked off Montgomery Central forty one to nothing. Then uh, took on Portland, beat them forty to seven. Beat a really good and I I thought at the time Greenbrier twenty eight to fourteen. And yep. then that's just to finish off you know the regular season. Let's 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 ro- let's rock right into the playoffs. Hardin County twenty to ten. Lexington eighteen fourteen. Jackson Southside, twenty-three to twenty-two, and then Haywood, thirty-five to twenty-eight. And in saying that, defensively, uh, Evan, their defense—they're averaging about eighteen point five points a game uh, through their playoff run. Um, Devon, uh, what, what's been what's been the change going into there? What's what what are you guys doing? You've clamped up, obviously, defensively. What's what's the change in that going on? Well, I got to give it up to the defensive coordinator, Coach Will. He's putting us in the right position to make plays. And we're going out there and playing as one team, one family. Yeah, you guys, you guys. come up and make big plays, too, when it's time to make big plays. So, What about you, what about you guys offensively? Like, um, is your offensive line, are they, are they opening up? Uh, holes for the back out of the out of the backfield, and they're, they're allowing your quarterback the time to find you, and you know you to make your moves and get on downfield. Uh, yes, sir. Um, we, in the first round, we had a key player go down at running back. Uh, Keith Jones, he like three yards away from a thousand, and two other running backs stepped up: Matt Hall, Devonte White, and I think Montreal Baker. They've been picking up the slack. And they carry some load off me too, man. They've been playing good ball. Yeah, they, they, you guys have definitely been rolling throughout these playoffs. Um, I, I guess, you know, I was, I was texting you earlier, and I didn't know if you had a chance to see uh, up there in Greenville, they've been doing hashtag 286. Evan, do you know what that hashtag 286 means? 2A6. Do we have – Do we have – Two eight six. Do I have time to figure it out, or do y'all just want to tell me? <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you. So I, I right. was I was talking to a fat cat earlier, and they do a, they do a hashtag in Greenville throughout the season. Hashtag two eight six. That's exit two eight six in Cookville. Uh, so that's been you know them as in Greenville. That's been their their uh, cup of tea or their their social gotcha. media. This is what we're doing to get to where we need to get to, and all that good yeah. stuff. Look, lastly, I know we got Coach Randolph calling in shortly. Fat Cat, um, I know yes, we were talking earlier this evening. You said you had missed uh, two games on the season. However, you've had a great year. You've had a great year. You eclipsed 1,000 yards uh, receiving uh, over, you know, 10 touchdowns on the season. Um, did you feel left out? Did you feel snubbed yourself 
when they announced the uh, the Mr. Football a few weeks ago and Mr. Football semifinals? No, sir. I mean, that's a great individual award, but at the end of the day, I want a state championship, and I know my team won a state championship, too. Hey, that's a, that's, that's a great answer. I, I like to hear that. He, he's saying, basically, I want to take the team award. I, the individual, you can have all that. That's cool. But I want the team award. He's a team player. Hey, Fat Cat, congratulations on the season, man. We are, we are ecstatic to see you guys uh, play this weekend. Um, you know, you got our got our got our support. We'll be out there rooting you guys on. And hey, best of luck, man. Go out there and bring that gold ball home. I'm looking forward to hopefully talking to you uh, this time next week with that that gold ball uh, pictures uh, that we can post up and stuff. Yes, sir. All right, man. Good luck. And we'll see you uh, see you this weekend. Okay. Appreciate it, Fat Cat. Go to bed. Go to bed. You got to get ready for that state championship game. Stop staying up late talking on the radio to folks. I don't know what these kids are thinking, man. They up late listening to us on the radio and stuff, talking about. <laughs> no, no, fat cat, man. That's a guy. Yeah, man. We know, like you said, we know this Tim, uh, Coach Riley. Know uh, pointed us out to him a while back. And uh, man, yeah, that kid. And that, that particular that day we were out there, he was wheels. clowning. That particular day we were right. out there, yeah, he was clowning out there. Wheels, wheels on that yeah. young man. My God. I tell you what, though, Evan, they got they've got a they've got a uh, a stiff competition coming up Friday. You know, uh, it, it's going to be that class four A. I'm a bit worried. That Greenville team, Evan, you know, they are undefeated. They're fourteen and zero right now. Not taking anything away from Springfield. You know, Springfield has definitely surprised us throughout the whole postseason. But as they've been posting themselves, why not us? You know, why not? You know, I'm, yeah, I'm man. looking forward yeah, to man. seeing. I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing this, this this Friday night this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun game. I'm looking forward real quick. I know we got coach about to call in. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing if they can handle um, Greenville's Mr. Football. I mean, I had a chance to watch his uh, his huddle earlier, and um, the kid looks so the kid him, looks legit. Yeah, so tell us his name again, DC. Um, his name is Cade. Um, his name is Cade. He's the coach's son out there at um at Greenville there. He's a he's a junior quarterback slash uh, quarterback slash he, he's a he's a dual threat, Evan. And that's gotcha. what you know, that's that's what concerns me about them. But his name again is Cade Ballard. He's a coach Ballard's son and uh, he's only a junior, he's a Mr. Football finalist. And uh he's got an arm on him, Evan. He's got an arm and he's got wheels. And that's, nice. that's a deadly combination. It's a, it's a deadly combination at the high school level. You know, he can he can throw, he can hit you for a 40, 50 yard pass, or he can drop back, shake a few defenders, and take it to the house. So, and then there's a reason he's Mr. Football finalist. I mean, if you if you're out there listening, guys, uh, you know, just listen to us. Take a look at him. Go and follow him, Cade Ballard, um, out there at Greenville, dual threat quarterback, junior season. So we'll see, we'll see. I don't know if Springfield seen anything like him. Uh, this year or the run to the playoffs, but um, I know Fat Cat, he's out there listening. He's going to have them boys ready to rock and roll. And uh, they'll, they'll, they'll have a game plan for him, so we'll see what happens. Gotcha. Hey, it's going to be exciting, man. It's going to be exciting. Uh, what you want to talk next? Let's talk, you know, let's talk about uh, our boys, our boys down there in, in, in Cornersville, all right? And let's do Cornersville so. Cornersville Bulldogs. 
on the Bill Bulldogs. Let's bring in head coach Gerard Randolph. Coach, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Man, doing well, doing coach. Lovely. Doing well. Doing blessed. Hey, I appreciate you guys in. having me on. Hey, it's our hey, thank it's you our for pleasure. your time this evening. It's our <laughs> pleasure. It's our pleasure. Coach, hey, hey, you got you guys came across our radar mid season. Mid season when you guys were plucking away at that regional title. Uh, you know, and you guys you guys got a huge support system down there online and offline and, and you know, they got to talking with us back and forth, said, Hey, come check out these Cornersville Bulldogs. I finally got to come see you guys play against Fayetteville, which uh respectively ended up being the regional title. But coach, when I came into that stadium and I talked to you about this after the game. It felt like I was in Cornersville. You guys traveled deep. Your support system down there is huge. <laughs> talk about talk, talk about those folks a little bit real quick before we start hitting you with the uh, technical questions real quick. Uh, yeah, I, I tell you, our our fan base is is second to none, man, and. Um, they, like I told you that day, that night, hey, they, they follow us everywhere, man. And, and uh, it's great to have so much support like that. And um, it's, it's, they're truly a 12th man for us. And uh, it's, it's just a dominating factor. And uh, I really wish you guys could have caught some playoff games because you, you thought Fayetteville was something. Hey, I tell you, our last <laughs> playoff game was electric. <laughs> we probably had over 3,000 people here. Wow. wow. They're going to I tell you, it's been electric, guys. Uh, it's it's been really fun, and I hope we can continue that come Thursday. And I know they'll show up; they will. Yeah, and I tell you what, I tell you what, Coach. Every week, every week, DC and I sit down with our interns and our photographers and our videographers, and we say, we say, man, what games are we going to cover? And these last, you know, not you know, not to discount anybody, but these last few playoff games, I looked. I said, okay, do we want to go catch Cornersville? And I was like. Cornersville's gonna handle them pretty readily. I know you can't say that on the air, Coach. <laughs> but us, <laughs> but us, I said, you know, I'm gonna see them the next round, in the next round, and I said, I think I'm gonna see them in state this year. So, <laughs> so we've been trying to get down there to see y'all, man. But we knew we had a we had a gut feeling, Coach, that we was gonna see y'all up there in Cookville, and uh, and God, God has blessed you guys uh, with the trip up there. He he has, and and I tell you, I I made the comment to my coaches. I heard you say that a couple of weeks ago. Hey, they're gonna be in Cookville anyway, and I was like, pressure, <laughs> pressure. <laughs> hey, but I tell you what, hey, I appreciate you uh, uh, having that in the future for us, man. And 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 it's been a great run so far. Absolutely, absolutely. It def- it, it it definitely has. And real quick, coach, and I, I'm just. You know, I haven't had an opportunity to meet you, but Evan speaks very highly of yourself and your coaches and the community down there uh, in Cornersville. But real quick, what's been the change? You know, last year, um, you guys, now correct me if I'm wrong, y'all closed out the year, I believe, what was it, uh, five and six? And yes, then, sir. Yeah. 
to make the run you guys have made this year to state championship, what what is what has uh, progressed um, over the over the past you know twelve months? Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, when I first took the program over two years ago, um, we started eight freshmen on each side of the ball. We knew that freshman group was a special group, and we had some sophomores mixed in with it that, that were some really good playmakers. And uh, we always said if, if they can stay together and, and, and stick with the plan, that uh, this group could be really special. And so that's what's pretty much evolving right now uh, before, our, before our eyes right now. And uh, it's, it's just a good group and uh, maturity. Maturity, um, it's, it's crazy how a year – uh, in the weight room, a year in the weight room, and just uh, buying into the system even more, what it'll do for a football program. So you, you, I think you hit on the head there. That uh, maturity—that's that's huge. I mean, the maturity and the and for them to grow up and realize the importance of the weight room and taking care of your body and and you know and just and, and doing all the right things um, in the weight room and and getting ready for this long stretch of the season that you guys had. You know, with you guys playing on Thursday, that, got, that, that kind of throws a bit of a wrinkle. You know, we are somewhat creatures of habit. You know, how is that going to affect you all? Did, did you guys get an extra day to practice today or anything like that? Uh, you're definitely right. It throws a wrinkle into it. And um, we came in today. We moved everything up a day, so uh, we came in today. Um, we did film sessions today, and um, and then we even got out on the field and, and put, performed a full practice today. So uh, you're definitely right. It, it's it's a wrinkle that we have to adjust to, but um, it's a it's an adjustment that we gladly uh, accept, and um, we'll just take it as we get it. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll just adjust accordingly. I mean, at this point, that's really all you can all you can do is just try your try your best to to um, get ready for the week, get ready for the game, and just you know you're on kind of a bit of a short week, unfortunately. But I think you guys will definitely rise up to the challenge. Um, I know I, I've heard um, about the young man uh, you guys have out there, the defensive end, uh, Brock Powers. Talk yes, about sir. him a little bit. I had an opportunity as Evan was telling me about you guys a few weeks ago. He was like, uh, DC, you gotta check out this this defensive end, Brock Powers. Like he he is he is legit. Talk a little bit about him uh, individually and what he brings to your defense and your team overall. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this first about Brock. He's an exceptional young man, uh, great great young man. Um, he's probably a better person than he is an athlete, um, and that's big right there. But. Um, He's just, he, he's one of those guys that has bought into the system and uh, he really cares about it and he's a leader, an exceptional leader and um, he's just he's he's put everything into this program this year and that's why he's having the season that he's having. Uh, I can't say enough about him. Um, just a great young man and and his hard work is really paying off this year. I tell you what, Evan. Uh, I remember when you came back to Nashville and we we had our production meeting. You were you were talking about him, and you know since then I've been, you know, checking him out via his huddle film. And yeah, the kid is the kid is legit. I'm looking forward to uh, actually watching him, and as well as the whole rest of the Bulldog team uh, play Thursday night. But hey, shout out shout out to your coach Randolph. I, I think you know you guys are 
it's a team of destiny. I mean, with the community behind you, I know Thursday night in Cookville is going to be bananas out there. It's going to bring bring the crowd out. Yeah, yeah, we, Coach, we're hoping to bring a big crowd. Yeah, and Coach, as we sit here looking at our Twitter feed blowing up, as uh, we got listeners chiming in to uh, listen to us talk to you, um, is there is there anybody on your team? Or or, or, do, or anybody you on the coaching staff that you want to recognize right now for the season you guys had thus far uh, going into the playoffs as far as your coaching staff goes, administration, players, parents? I tell you, I, honestly, I could be here all night giving <laughs> shout-outs. Cause I, I, I tell you, uh, honestly, this is – it's second to none, this this uh, community, this program, my administration. Uh, they're so great to work with. Um, I tell you, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day, we got to practice. And you know, guys, that's special in itself. It and, is, um, it is. I'm talking about the community came in and fed. We had a community dinner here at our school, and, and they fed these guys. And, and it was so much food here, so many people here. And uh, – I tell you, this support group has just been awesome. And, and my coaching staff, I mean, you're only as good as who you have with you, man. And, and I tell you, this coaching staff is awesome that I have. And, and they know what I want as far as a program. And, and we don't have any hiccups about that. And we all get along well. And, and I tell you, I wouldn't I wouldn't take anybody else for this coaching staff that I have. And just – we have a special thing going here, man, and we want to continue it. And like I said earlier, it's it's been really fun. Well, Coach, I tell you what, man, we love it. We love it. We're rooting for you guys. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, we cheer. You know, we cheer and we pull for this TWSWA as a whole. But you know, we're some local mid-state boys as well, and we're always uh, pulling for our hometown boys first. So we uh, look forward to seeing you guys on Thursday. DCI and I will be up there bright and early. With cameras blazing okay. and uh, checking hey, we'll you guys out, we're gonna be ready. We're gonna be ready there with you. I might even need to go down and get me a Cornersville hat real quick, just to sport on the sideline. I'll, I might get kicked off. <laughs> I might get kicked off for that. But we, hey, we may do it. We're bold like that, coach. We don't care. We don't care. We'll do it. But, hey, hey, man, we, can I tell y'all, man? I really yeah. appreciate all, all what what you guys have done, man. I, I know it. I'm, I, I just appreciate it for these guys, for these kids. That's who that's who needs this the most, and that's what I'm all about. These kids getting this exposure, man. And I appreciate everything you guys have done. Thank you, Coach. We we, we appreciate Thank your you, appreciation. <laughs> well, Coach, we uh we know you got work to do and got things to get back to, so we'll let you get on, and we'll catch up with you uh, Thursday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Coach. Thanks for your time. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Head Coach HC in charge. All right, guy out there, Gerard Randolph. Head Coach Cornersville Bulldogs doing big things out there, GC. I like I like, I like the way the man works. I like the way uh, his coaching staff and his team and the community responds to him. That's, 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 that's the positive change that, that made us start this. You know, hey, I made us say, you, you know, know you, you took the words out of my mouth. You did. And, and not to cut you off real quick, Evan, but mm-hmm. you took the words out of my mouth. I wrote that down as he was signing off. And, I, and, you know, he mentioned he appreciates what we do and bringing exposure. 
you know, I, I can't speak on, um, you know, any other uh, news media outlet uh, nationally or locally. But for us to get down in there in those cracks in those counties that people generally do not get out there to bring exposure to young men uh, out there, that's what we started this for. You know, D1 highlights, you know, five years ago for us was to bring exposure to good kids, good coaches, good programs, and all that good stuff. And for him, for him to say that, it just makes me smile from ear to ear. So, hey, thank you, Coach Randolph. I'm glad that um, – that you noticed that we appreciate your time, and I tell you what, Evan, just talking to him, I'm ready to strap the pads on now. I'm ready to run through a wall Let's for this man. Go, Let's go. We still got it. <laughs> we still got it. Hey, I'm 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 still I'm in, I'm playing weight. It's a little less muscle than it used to be, but I, I can make it work. I can do it. <laughs> you catch me you, what, you catch what. me up there in Cookville Hospital laid up somewhere. <laughs> These little seven hundred little boys catch a hold of me, <laughs> come around the corner. I'll be up there. It's all good. Uh yeah. That's, yeah, big talk. It was good while it lasted. That's all good though. Yeah, man, Cornersville right. Bulldogs. Best of luck to them. And uh best of luck to all the teams going up there at Cookville this weekend. Uh, you know, like we say all the time. Uh, you know, this is a game. You know, it's a game that very much so uh, emulates life. And that's why we like it so much, man. It, te- it teaches you so much about yourself. Uh, it teaches you so much about how you handle adversity and, and, and handle uh, good times and bad times, um, and victory and defeat. And uh, we love it, man. We love it. How much time we got left, DC? We got, uh, we got a lot of time left. On. What do we want to talk about next? We got... Uh, we got about another hour left. Um, what do we want to talk about? Ah, let's see here. Let's see if, if, if I can real quick, uh, Evan. Let me shout out to our sponsors. Um, this segment is brought to you by Grand Style Homes. Check out uh, Grand Style Homes owner, broker, Latanya Martin and her team. Give them a call if you're in, uh, in need of real estate in the state of Tennessee, uh, here in Nashville, Middle Tennessee. Uh, again, check out Grand Style Homes on a broker, Latanya Martin and her team, and uh, give them a call for all of your real estate needs. They'll definitely uh, help you out. Grand Style Homes, you got the website? Oh, you know, Evan, if you w- if you wouldn't ask me that, I could I could have, I would have had it for you. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me. I, I, I was not prepared. I was not prepared. No. And I apologize. You good? You good? I got you. I got you because because you my boy, you my dog. Grand Style Homes. Dot com and that's grand with an e g r a n d e style homes.com check out all those guys over there man real estate real estate in nashville is nuts Boom. It's, 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 it's crazy now 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 is the time to buy um or or whatever you're going to do sell buy i mentioned you plenty of times that i may be selling and moving heck i may move down to cornersville yeah, it's spring, spring right. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, let's go ahead and mention a couple more of our sponsors. Uh, our guys up there, Wings and Rings, officially Buffalo Wings and Rings, but we're going to call them Wings and Rings because I like just saying Wings and Rings better. Uh, it's quicker. I can say it easier. Wings and Rings up there in Frank. I'll tell you what. That That's food up there is amazing. That's some good stuff. We had we had our production meeting up there, what, last month? 
Yep. Oh man, Mark, the owner up there, Mark said, "Here, y'all try these." And he, and, he, and he cuts open the chicken breast, and he's like, "Look at that! Look at that!" I'm like, "Yeah, look at it! Give it to me! You know, stop talking about it! Give it to me!" <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, Wings and Rings Cafe up there, man. That that that's an awesome experience. Um, good food, good real food up there. Uh, real wings, um, cooked fresh. Oh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Great, great, uh, great, great atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great place to watch the game. Take the kids, hang out. Relax. Um, working out some things with them, man. There's some good guys up there. We're gonna uh, even talk about doing some shows up there at some point. Um, you know, we don't know some radio shows, maybe. You know, podcasts are great because they're portable. You know, we can do this everywhere. Um, so yeah, so y'all, so, so y'all check them out up there next time y'all get hungry. Uh, Wings and Rings up there at uh, Cool Springs. Uh, oh. Should we have uh should 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 should, should we have um we still got to talk about some private school football real quick. Should we have uh intern Palmer come in, call in? Absolutely. Let's get him to call in. I don't know. Uh, it's, been he, a, it's been a good it's been a good night. Is he up to it? You know, I know he's got homework and and all kind of stuff to do, you know. You know how I am about getting the kids to bed, you know, get the kids to bed, you know. They don't they don't want to have them up late uh messing up their studies. They want to have <laughs> Mrs. Tom's calling me, talking about you made Palmer mess up on his physics exam or or whatever exam they got coming up after Thanksgiving. Palmer, mm-hmm. go ahead and call in. Go, go ahead and call in, brother. We'll uh, put you on real quick, and we're gonna talk. Uh, we'll talk some uh, Division Two football, uh, the rematch. <clears throat> Excuse me, the rematch. Now wait a minute. Okay, so 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 so, so we got a rematch coming up from the regular season. Where NBA got 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 mopped a little bit, a lot. Unfortunately, quite a bit. Yes. Okay. Uh, we've got okay. So last year, hang on, I got okay. So last year, Brentwood Academy took the Division Two title, right? Uh huh. Year prior, Brentwood Academy took the Division Two title. So this is the rubber band match. Yeah. No. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. Well, it it, no, it, it no, no, no. is, but no, because, yeah, because they Brentwood Academy, Brentwood okay. Academy has won the last two. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm down. I'm down on my boxing terms. On my <laughs> matchup terms. Sorry. All right. So yeah. So Brentwood. So so NBA has got uh, some catching up to do. Uh, they owe. They owe uh, Brentwood Academy. Um, they're my butt whooping, really. You know, Brentwood Academy has coasted, has coasted through this year, um, and I think, I, you know, I, I think it's high time somebody shows them what's up. You know, we want to, you know, we want to go up to Cookville. We want to see a good game. I want to see. You know, I don't care about history. I don't care about history. I don't care about who's won what in the regular season. I know, I know that NBA is still one heck of a team to be reckoned with. Uh, I know that there is a heck of a lot of players on that team that can make uh, this a really good game, and uh, that's what we want to see. Uh, hang on, let me tell let me tell Palmer go ahead and call in, and we can keep talking uh, while he's uh, finishing up his homework or whatever he's doing. I'll tell you what, Evan. You know, you're right. Um, NBA, um, they got. You know, this is year three for them. 
past two years, Brentwood Academy has taken it to them in the state championship game. Now, Brentwood Academy had one of our favorites, you know, Jeremiah Altsball, who's balling up there in Clarksville at um, Austin P right now. Yeah. So now, uh, as mentioned, you know, you got a, a new Brentwood Academy team um, with a new quarterback and Gavin Showald, you know, and he's doing his thing, throwing, you know, throwing, throwing dimes all over the field uh, to Cameron Johnson. And both of them, obviously, are two uh, Vanderbilt commits as of now um, doing his thing. So I said to say this, for NBA – this is the year three of playing these guys. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing if they're going to step up and, and, and say this year is going to be our year and see what happens. So we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, I hope that it's going to be a nice competitive game between both schools and uh, we'll just kind of see what happens from there. Um, of course, I'm not in the business, Evan, of, of picking a favorite or picking a team. You know, I'm not going to have anybody tweeting me or DMing us tonight, but uh, we'll see what happens. I, I hope for a good game, um, you know, for, for the sake of us. Intern Palmer, you know, we've got a relationship with him. Hopefully uh, we're interviewing him uh, this weekend, which also, Evan, is going to be a little different. Going back again to state championship and schedules, that game, that class, Division Two Class 3A game, is the primetime game Saturday night. So, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be uh, talking to Palmer after the game uh, Saturday night uh, and talking about the victory. So, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah, Palmer's going to give us a call in about five minutes. So uh, we'll uh, we'll pick up and talk about a couple more things, give Palmer, like I said, a chance to finish uh, his mac and cheese and uh, <laughs> his homework. And um, we'll, we'll talk a couple things. Uh so let's so let's do this. Let's take let's take four or five minutes um, and go into detail about Cane Ridge. And let me kick it off. I want to kick it off by playing the post game interview uh, that you had that you did with Coach uh, Woods over there. Sound good? Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, post game interview Friday night, DC. Eddie Woods. After knocking off Whitehaven, uh, it was a hard fought game. We know what they bring to the table. It's a physical, physical ball club. Uh, Coach Sabre do a great job with those guys, and uh, we knew it was gonna be a grind in that game. But we've been preparing for this since I got here, so uh, we knew we had to win games like this eventually. Talk about your defense. You know, your your defense obviously complements your offense. Mm-hmm. Throughout this whole year, all we've been hearing about is your defense. Well, we knew those guys were gonna be good. Not guys- what type of talent he really is and what type of worker he really is. And um, Mr. Football, um, you know, as much as we like our kids get rest and everything, we, don't, we, care, we care about moments like this. We care about team awards. This is what it's about, going to state championship as a team. And, um, you know, no individual things they say, but they can never take a uh, positive state championship away from us. All right. You know what, Evan? Yes. You know, the, the, the common theme we're hearing this evening, and this is just coming from Coach Woods, is um, team award, team uh, opportunity, team. You know, we keep hearing team. Coach Randolph from Cornersville spoke about team. Uh, mm-hmm. Fat Cat up there in Springfield talked about team. Coach Woods just got off the interview with him on Friday night talking about team. And 
unfortunately, we had a piece of the interview that uh, got cut off by mistake. But when it it clicked off at a part where I asked him, Coach Woods, you know, talk about uh, Devon Sterling. Let's talk about him, your running back, and him not being uh, chosen for for Mr. Football. You know, in, in some circles, Evan, um, a lot of people were talking about him being a potential at least semifinalist. You know, he just cracked 2,000 rushing yards uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. So a lot of people were talking about, you know, hmm. how come, unfortunately, he didn't get uh, that Cane Ridge or get that 6A nod to semifinalist. But I tell you what, Cane Ridge defense, as I mentioned in the interview, it is is top notch, Evan. It is. You know, I had an opportunity to watch them uh, host Ravenwood, and then this past Friday against a really good Whitehaven team. I tell you what, Evan, across the board, defensively, they are put together. You know, it, it's going to be interesting uh, to see that that six A game uh, fr- fr- Friday. I mean, it, I, I'm happy that it's the prime time game at seven o'clock Friday night. But I'm interested to see Cambridge's defense against Maryville's offense. And I tell you what, defense wins championships, in my opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the whole Cane Ridge community and what Coach Woods has done um, in his short time there. I mean, quarterfinals last year, state championship this year, lost you know, arguably, Evan, the heart and soul of offense and defense with Noah Bayless, who was our defensive captain last year, and then D.J. Thorpe, who was our offensive captain and quarterback last year. Both of them have gone on to, um, uh, to the next chapter of their, uh, of their career. But Kane Ridge looks legit. I'm, I'm, I really like um, their, their defense offensively. And also, I'm not sure if you've seen on Twitter tonight since we've been on the air, um, it looks like it's been breaking news. Let me just correct myself. I don't want to put out the wrong information, but it looks like uh, one of the young men that Abby, with 1B, uh, let's see, make sure, actually, I'll take, I'll take a lot back. One of the one of the twins, Jared McRae, that's J-A-R-E-D McRae, E-D. has uh, yeah. <laughs> E-D, yeah, E-D. He has, he has officially committed uh, to Murray State Racers. But, um, I'll tell you what, Evan, again, Cane Ridge defensively are legit. Uh, special teams. Um, the other twin, Jared McRae, he he had himself the past two weeks. He's come up big um, with a kickoff return two weeks ago, and then this past Friday night doing you know same thing, just coming up big in special teams. Um, they're clicking on all three cylinders: special teams, defense. I would like to see a little bit more offensively from the passing game. But offensively with the running game, um, they're running. They're Kane Ridge's offensive line. Coach Woods, you can tell he was a offensive lineman, offensive player back in his youth because he has those young men across the board. I mean, it's, they got the purple wall and they are opening yeah. up holes for Sterling out of the backfield. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago when we were out there, uh, first really started getting acquainted with Coach Woods. Uh, was for our spring practice edition um, a couple years ago, uh, right? Uh, if you guys yeah. haven't checked that out, go on to the website, uh, scroll down a little bit. You see our spring practice editions. You'll see 2015, 16, 
2016. I believe it was 2016. It was last year. 16. Yeah, you'll see him. You'll see him on there, and we got to watch him coach uh, his offensive and defensive lines. You can tell that he's just loaded with knowledge on 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 how to do so. Um, I'll tell you what, DC, you know, you, you know, like you said, you got to see this Cambridge team play uh, the past couple weeks. Uh, Jay, uh, Mr. Jay Carver out there has gotten to see them the, the, the two weeks prior to that. Uh, so we've got a lot of knowledge on Cambridge, uh, but I'll tell you the past couple weeks I've gotten to see uh, Maryville play. Yep. And I know I know that Maryville the Maryville Rebels is not a it's not a very popular catchphrase here in the mid state. Um especially up there in Oakland. Um oh you know, my they got goodness. the best oh man, they got the best uh, our Murfreesboro period. Um before 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 they got a hold of Oakland this year, Oakland took them out last year. Two years prior to that, they knocked out Blackman uh, in, the, in, the, in the semis in the quarters a couple years in a row uh, but but going up there last week um, you know I didn't know a whole lot about that Maryville team but it, it, it's, it's hard to pinpoint one thing that they are good at because I think they're good at everything special teams yeah. uh, 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 just just I mean I mean just the, I mean just the details and and the intangibles that you can't, you can't, you know, necessarily coach every play after play after play after play after play because you take so much time out of the game. These boys just absorb, you know, simple stuff like getting out of the huddle on time, getting the playoff in time, knowing knowing what play to run, knowing audibles to run, watching Mr. Hopkins up there, Dylan Hopkins, the quarterback, run run that Maryville offense is 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 awesome um it's, it's kind of nostalgic just watching play goes in play gets ran without a hiccup and i know that sounds simple but in high school sometimes that's overlooked or sometimes it's uh taken for granted you know so this maryville rebels team from what i saw the very well old machine um play is going in play is coming out audible's going in uh no huddle offense two minute offense Stuff that you that you see that you really don't see working well until college, you know what I'm saying? Oh, now, as yeah. far as playmakers go, not too many people on the field stood out on that team to me. I mean, you know, relatively. Okay, I know they're an awesome team, awesome powerhouse. Uh, Isaiah Cobb up there is a beast, man amongst boys. Uh, but but other than that, you just see so many people on that team working together. That you're like, wow, you know, they just put it all together. So it's going to be interesting to see this this Cambridge defense that you're talking about versus this Maryville offense that I've seen. Uh, I think they got some weak points on defense uh, in their linebacking core, uh, and that's just what I saw the week that I was there. But uh, this is going to be good to see, man. This is going to be a it's going to be a battle for the ages. I hope you know and. You know, some you know some about these state championship games, DC, as you and I have seen. What happens in that first and second quarter is not what corresponds in that third and fourth quarter. Look at the second yeah. game last year. Oakland came out whooping White Haven's tail, right? Yeah. White Haven came back in that second half and was like, Nah, nah, bro, we ain't having it. 
Memphis East uh, last year, same thing. Uh, it's just it's gonna be good, man. You know, I hope I hope I hope both teams make a great game out of it. You know, you get this point in the year, Evan. You know, especially six A. You know, you get this point or this late in the year, you're still playing. It's pl- you're playing because you are a good team, offensively, defensively, special teams. You're smart. You're not making penalties or dumb plays or anything like that, or or any any of those things. Uh, negative yardage opportunities, and you know, it's going to be good because you know I'm, I'm going. I'm looking at the bracket here, and I'm looking at like, for example. How you know powerhouse Maryville, you know, and the, the number of points they're putting up 28, 38, 45, 31 on Oakland. And then I look at Kane Ridge and I see the teams they played. You know, they held, they held Centennial 21 points in the first round, 13 on the second round, you know, 18 to uh, Kane Ridge um, to, to Ravenwood in the quarterfinals, and then held a very good, very, very good Whitehaven team to just seven points. You know that that defense is, is is something to look out for. You know I, I'm looking forward to watching uh, Jay Sean Bryant. Uh, he's their he's their heart of their defense. He's their middle linebacker. Great size on the young man Evan, six three. Uh, plays middle linebacker. You know can get to side to side uh, of the field. Great tackling machine as well too. But in addition to him, you know obviously you've got the McCray boys out there. I'm looking forward to also seeing uh, the quarterback, Corey Andrews. I want to see him step up. I want to see him be able to throw the rock. Offensively, they've got a great offensive line. They could run the ball with the best of them. But if they get down, can Corey throw and hook up with, you know, the the Quentin Barnes and the, and, 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 and the McCrittin twin out there on the edges and make something happen. So we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's that time of the year that, you know, we're just going to be up there in Cookville all week. Or all week. All all weekend. So that so, Maryville and Smyrna game, Maryville and Cambridge game is going to be a good one. So you got to – so you so so what's the final score of that game? You know, I hate predicting, but I, I'll tell you what, Evan, for, for Coach Woods to do what he's done, uh, move his, his guys up from 5A last year to 6A this year, you know, win or lose for them, they should keep their head up, personally. But as a fan, it's going to be interesting because their defense is legit, dude. I can't keep talking about the defense. Like their defense is sound, you know. And uh, you know, I'm just wondering if Miracle gets gets up big on them quick. Can can the offense? score enough points to compete with them. And, you know, again, the running game is legit. The the, the passing game, not to say it's bad, I just haven't seen it. I'd like to see more of it. Who knows? Shoot, Coach Woods, them, them guys, might they might unleash it. Uh, they might they might unleash the, the passing game uh, Friday night. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. If I had to pick, I'm going to have to roll with Kane Ridge. I mean, Maryville can be beaten, but seeing what I've seen the past few weeks, I like Kane Ridge. Defense wins championships. Coach Wooden had them boys ready to play. Maribel's just going to be another team in their way. So we'll see. Friday night. I hope the whole city, I hope the stands are purple Friday night for this game. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Hey, we got 
Uh, we got we got our guy PT on the line with us. Let's switch gears real quick. Palmer, did you finish your homework, brother? <laughs> yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. <laughs> Happy hey, Thanksgiving. thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Palmer, how was your holiday? How uh, you know what uh, all, what all happened in the in, in the Tomes household? Well, you know it's always great when you're practicing football around this time of year, and so. We had practice Wednesday, and we had a little bit of a break for the holiday, and we're back uh, back in town, and everyone was back at practice today. You know, we're preparing for Brentwood Academy. All the focus is there. And, Palmer, real quick, for our, our new listeners, we got quite a few new listeners tonight. Not sure if you heard at the beginning of the show. Uh, reintroduce yourself to our audience again for uh, those listeners who do not know who you are or seen your work. Well, I'm Palmer Toms. I'm a senior at Montgomery Bell Academy. Um, play football for the Big Red as well. And um, really, really happy to be on with y'all tonight talking about, you know, Blue Cross Bowl. Absolutely. So for those of you guys uh, who, are, who are just now meeting Palmer, Palmer comes on with us, uh, talks Division Two football with us. Uh, during the week, plays Division Two football uh, for the Big Red uh, over there at Montgomery Bell Academy. And uh, as you guys know, they are headed to Cooksville again this year to redeem themselves uh, for a couple back-to-back state championship losses and a loss earlier this year. Palmer, you want to talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, 29-0 on uh, senior night for us, homecoming game. You know, it was a huge game. You know, everyone really expected it to be Great game. Uh, you know, it was y'all's D1 highlights game of the week. I think Tennessean had it as one of their top games as well. Uh, so, you know, everyone had high expectations for that game, and we really did not live up to the challenge. Um, you know, we were missing three starters, two on defense, one on offense um, that night, and, you know, just could never get the ball rolling. Uh, Brentwood Academy scored on their opening drive, and then uh, stopped us and forced us to punt and return that punt for a touchdown. So before, you know, in a blink of an eye, it was 14 nothing Brentwood Academy, and I think everyone there was shocked at that. And um, we, you know, just couldn't overcome that. Shut them out in the second half. It was tied. Uh, you know, we went into half 29 down 29-0, um, and final score was 29-0. So always got to look to the positive. You know, scoreless second half. For both teams, uh, you know, we've got three starters coming back, and I think we're ready for the challenge. I'm excited Great. about it, Palmer. I know I was telling Evan and yourself, you know, I remember we first started talking to you beginning of the year, beginning of the season, and, you know, we were trying to make plans, you know, if or if not, if you guys have been playing uh Saturday night and you know here it is we're at the end of the season let me first say congratulations to you personally and then team wise for NBA I mean obviously having your insight I mean you're like our our insider high school insider and uh, you've done great work throughout the season and again congratulations to you individually and your team uh, making it for the third time to host the uh, Brentwood Academy up there in Cookville I guess my first question for you, I mean, obviously you guys are going into this game, um, you know, getting beat to them in the regular season, 
they are somewhat of an arch nemesis for you all. Um, what what's the mindset this week? I mean, what what of uh, talking to your guys, coaches, um, your teammates? You know, what's the mindset uh, Sunday afternoon uh, leading up to uh, next Saturday? Yeah, I think we're all pretty relaxed. We went into that Christian Brothers game last week uh, down in Memphis, pretty relaxed. You know, no one really expected us to be at this point. Um, I think, you know, it feels like yesterday that we had that preseason meeting. And I think at that point, you know, if you asked around the league, not many people would have expected us to be playing on this coming Saturday. So I think we're going in with a mindset of, um, you know, there's no pressure on us. Brentwood Academy has everything to lose. They're 12-0, and 11-0. They're undefeated coming into this. Two-time reigning state champions. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, we're the... You know, little big red, the the little engine that could. You know, we, <laughs> you know, lose Ty Chandler and somehow still make it back. I, I tell you what, it'll be a story to be told, in my personal opinion, Evan and and Palmer. If you guys, you know, it'd be how awesome would that be? You guys get the state championship this Saturday night without a Ty Chandler, and or. Uh, Jeremiah Osball on the other side, and then you know, you guys have been been have been been rolling these past you know the past two weeks, as you mentioned. You know, no one had you guys picked. Let's go back to November seventeenth, uh, two Fridays ago, I believe, last Friday. You guys went to Memphis, played Christian Brothers. Tell us a little bit a little bit about that game, because at the time, those guys were undefeated, and you know, they had seemed to be the team. Uh, that was projected in some circles to play Brentwood Academy Saturday night. Yeah, you know, we, we went into that matchup knowing they were 11-0, um, you know, and we had seen all the Tennessean predictions. Uh, only one person had us making it to the state finals. Everyone has Brentwood Academy winning that game. And so, you know, we, we knew the challenge that was ahead of us, and we knew it was going to be a physical game. I mean, they had the biggest offensive line I have ever seen for a high school team. Um, and de- defensively, they were they were pretty big, too. So, you know, there, there's a good reason that they were 11-0. Not that they, that they didn't play great teams. They were a great team. They deserved to be 11-0, to be playing in that semifinals. And, you know, it was a physical game. It was tied 0-0 at the half, tied 0-0 at the end of three. Um, you know, we Clint Blackwell – uh, caught a pass from Ty Allen to go up 7-0 early in the fourth quarter. Um, the, the following defensive drive, the defensive end Harrison Graves comes up with a great one-handed interception, brings it down oh. to the two-yard line. Once again, Blackwell connects with connected with Allen for a touchdown, and you know, in blink of an eye, it was 14 nothing. You know, uh, we ended up winning 14-7. Christian Brothers scored on their final drive of the game, but. You know, that that's, you know, three, four-minute time period where we went on that little 14-0 run, that was the deciding factor in that game. But they were a physical team. They were up for the challenge. And, you know, kudos to them. 11-1 and is nothing to scoff at. Did you have an opportunity to uh, uh, lock arms with uh, their Mr. Football up there, uh, Mr. Norton? I, you know, I, I saw him a couple times on the field, and I'm, you know, he was a big man. Uh, Wesley Hall, our right tackle, was ready for the challenge with him. You know, he lined up against Hall 
majority of the night. A couple times he went over to line up on the left side against Lampley. So those I, I let the big boys do that banging around over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward. I mean, let me ask you this real quick too, Palmer. You know, traditionally, and as, I, as I've asked uh, Coach Randolph um, earlier in the conversation, traditionally you guys be playing on Thursday night. How does that feel uh, to actually be the primetime game practically of the whole state championship? I mean, you guys got that 7 o'clock game on Saturday night uh, to close out um, the 2017 season. How is that going to be for you? How is that going to affect you all, if it does affect you at all? Yeah, that does feel awesome to be, you know, us and Brentwood Academy, the final two teams playing in Tennessee. Uh, we were talking about that a little bit at practice today, just that how awesome an, of an opportunity that is. But, yeah, you mentioned it. We've been playing on Thursday night the past couple of years. Um, past three years we've played on that Thursday night. And so it's a little bit of an adjustment. It, you know, really it's a benefit for us. It just gives us two extra days of practice, you know, Normally, this Sunday would be more of a in, install the game plan kind of day. Um, today, mm-hmm. we did a little bit of that, but we didn't feel as rushed as we had to be. Um, and, it's, you know, that's, that was especially the case uh, with the bye week last week. We didn't feel that we needed to look ahead to Brentwood Academy too much at all. Um, we, you know, we had a nice bye week where we were able to rest up you know, hit the weight room a couple times. Um, so, you know, definitely playing on the Saturday night. Awesome experience with it being the final game and all. And I think it was also great for us to get the extra time to rest up, prepare for the game. Yeah, you guys be ready to rock and roll. I, I think that, uh, you know, why not y'all this year? So I'm, I'm pulling for you. You know, obviously we'll be there. Uh, Saturday all day, but we're gonna be out there pulling for you guys uh, Saturday night to bring it home, bring that gold ball back to uh, NBA. We'll see you seven o'clock Saturday. Hopefully, that gold ball will be coming back to West End with us. Some some tells me it's gonna be y'all's year. Y'all are gonna be y'all are gonna bring it back, and, I, and you know we're gonna be there to capture all the information. You know, and real quick, <laughs> I didn't know if you guys have seen as of now, Evan. The weather in Cookville is supposed to be nice. I'm looking at the weather now. Friday is supposed to be sunny. No rain. Saturday, no. as of now. Park no. cloudy. No cold rain. Though. It'll be yeah, cold, we were... but i tell you what. It's been, you know, you've been up there the past few years as well, Palmer. It usually rains one of those two days we're up there the past four years we've been up there. So, as of mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. no rain. I'll take cold all day without the rain. Yeah, we were... We were looking at the forecast a little bit tonight. It looks like it's going to be snowing up there next Saturday, so we avoided that one. Yes. <laughs> that's good. I'll, I'll take that's the cold over the about. snow any day. I think yeah. that's you and most of uh, most of the people up there the same <laughs> way. <laughs> well, awesome. well, happy Thanksgiving to y'all, and I appreciate having me on tonight. And uh, we'll see y'all Saturday. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Tell mom and dad hello for us. Will do. Thank you. Palmer Toms. Palmer Toms. Catching up. Catching up. Bright future. Bright future ahead of him. Our NBA insider. 
bright, bright future ahead of him. I, I'm, I just, I, I just, I just love the, his demeanor and everything about Palmer. Great young man. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing his next few years of uh, development and journalism and just in life overall. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, 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 so they get to play on Saturday. Good for them. You know, I think, I think, I think this game uh, deserves. Saturday, you know, normally this would be Cane Ridge, uh, Maryville time slot, but you know this is the first is the first time meeting for Cane Ridge and Maryville, so you know, you know I think you know I think we'll be seeing more of that matchup down the road. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, NBA uh, redeeming themselves uh, during this game. I think this is an appropriate time slot for this matchup. Uh, and this is gonna be good, you know. This is gonna be uh, pretty nice, pretty nice. So, uh, who haven't who haven't we talked about DC? We talked five A, we talked uh, Beach taking on Knox Catholic, right? Four uh, yep, A, yep. Springfield, three yep. A, uh, a couple of out of town folks, Alcoa and Covington going up there. Two uh, A. We talked uh, Tyner and Union City, uh, a little bit of what we know about them. 1A, of course, we talked to uh, head coach Randolph. We talked about those Cornersville Bulldogs. Um, uh, talked about DCA and Friendship. Talked about uh, Notre Dame speaking and of, speaking, speaking, of, uh, speaking of Friendship real quick, shout out to the guys. Um, uh, Friday night, you know, it's, it's funny, Evan, when you get a chance to go out to um, check out other playoff games, right? And you yeah. see other yeah. other young men um, from their respective schools coming to just watch other ball games. And saying that, uh, I had an opportunity at the Cane Ridge game. Uh, I ran into two of the friendship uh, guys over there, and uh, Taylor Gaines out there representing uh, friendship. And then our guy, uh, Luke Smith, um, out there as well, two of the Cane Ridge. So if you guys are out there listening, good seeing you Friday night, as I mentioned to you. Uh, hey, bring that gold ball back to Lebanon. Good luck to you all and uh, make it happen. You know, this, they've had an unbelievable season as well, undefeated right now, Evan. And they're going to be uh, playing a little, playing some uh, DCA. Saturday at 11 o'clock, so I'm looking forward to definitely catching that game as DCA knocked off uh, Davidson Academy. And unfortunately, um, for those guys over there, um, got beat by DCA, as I mentioned, and we'll be playing a friendship Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Let's be up. We've got a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I saw the picture that you tweeted out with uh, Luke this past uh Weekend on uh, not tweeted out Instagram right? Uh, Instagram, so, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, that's good. That's, I, lo- I love, I love seeing the players coming out and supporting the other players when they're not playing, and that's awesome that they uh, came out there and, and showed show some love and support to King Ridge and, and Coach Eddie Woods, and um, you know they'll be playing in their own state championship game soon. That's pretty cool, man. I like, I like, I, I, yeah. I like, I like seeing yeah. that stuff. That's awesome. And I, and I made sure several times I was talking to him, Evan, that the folks around them knew that they played uh, for friendship and that that they were going to be playing uh, Saturday as well too. I would 
I would, I would make sure I, make sure I said it loud enough. Like, good luck to you guys, Saturday and proud of you. You know, so you know, it, I had several Kane Ridge fans ask me as I walked off or walked back down, who were those two young men that you were talking to? And I was, uh, I was telling them who they were and from the play football for friendship and they're competing uh, this Saturday for their own, their very own state championship as well too. So again, shout out to friendship. Bring that gold ball back to Lebanon Saturday morning. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I tell you what, man, we got uh we got about twenty minutes left. Um let's, let's talk let's talk let's talk let's talk real quick, DC. I gotta ask you, you know, what you think about this buzz this buzz that's going on on uh online, on social media about U T and Greg Shiano. Oh man, I tell you what, I tweeted out from our handle earlier the power of social media. Um, you know, when I first heard about Greg Schiano, um, actually, and I heard about this yesterday just through some whispers and some inside uh, information that we happen to have. Um, but I say that to say this: I was, I was surprised. You know, I'm thinking Greg Schiano, like. Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out why until I started doing my research, and I come to find out that Curry and Shiano um, used to work together. They have a they have a relationship together. So after I realized that, I was like, oh, that's that's the connection. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you. Still, this, even then, let me ask you. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you real quick. What 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 what's the reservations with? Shiano, because I know we all got used to hearing, uh, you know, the the rumors about Gruden and uh, 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 whoever else that we're looking Chip, at for the Chip coach. Kelly. But we, Kelly, uh, but 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 we hadn't heard Shiano's name mentioned in there at all. So, do you, do you think that that's caught everybody off guard, or do you, or would you legitimately not want Shiano as a coach because? Of X Y Z. Well, you know, for me, Evan, honestly, two two things. The X Y Z. I just think that UT coaching position needs to be a candidate or a coach that um, a little bit younger that can relate um, to these young men. And I'm not saying Greg or Cociano couldn't, but I, I would like to see like a. And I know he's probably doing well in Oregon. He's happy up there. But I would like to see Willie Taggart. I'd like to see someone try to put a, a stretch on him. Or Memphis out there with Mike Norvell. You know, someone a little bit younger that can re- relate uh, to these young men across the state. Someone that's going to put up a fence like Butch did across the state and bring in his his, his his assistant coaches and develop these young men and bring Tennessee back to relevance. And, um, you know, not saying Greg, Coach Luciano wouldn't have done that, but he wasn't the big name that I was looking forward to hearing. He wasn't the name that I was like, ooh, let's buy in. And it just wasn't me. The power of social media and people saying, you know, Coach Luciano, same coach that did XYZ at the Penn State or the same coach that got ran out of the NFL in Tampa Bay or the same coach that, you know, took took and brought Rutgers back to relevance uh, in the early 2000s. 
So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. I'm glad if it is rumored or if it is true that we are going to continue to find someone else. Because I'm just, it would have been hard for me to buy in with, with, with Coach Shiano. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, uh, Coach Greg Shiano uh, had a stint up there, Penn State, 1990 through 95, right? Something like that. Um, he brought, uh, went, you know, went through some pro ranks. And then, and then was it Rutgers in what, 2000? Something like in that. The early, I believe it was the early 2000s, I believe. Yeah. Early 2000s to about 2010, 2011. Uh, was that the Bucks? I know, for what, one year, 2012? Tampa, two, Tampa Bay. I think two years. Years, okay. And uh, now, currently, uh, what, defense coordinator up at uh, Ohio State, <clears throat> as you guys know. So... Uh, Man, I tell you, I tell you, from a from a from a technical coaching standpoint, much like, well, before we knew about Bush Jones, what we knew about Bush Jones, what we know now, I'd look at Greg Shannon and say, man, he'd probably be a great technical coach. You know what I'm saying? But we know that UT needs more than that. UT needs um, a leader on several on several rounds of. Uh, on, on, on several different scales, and you know, I mean, I mean, look at what Albert Hainsworth tweeted out about Coach Shiano, you know, about 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 this decision, about this decision. If if UT goes forward with it, you, you gotta have you gotta have the support of your supporters uh, with things like coaching changes and and, and, and and coaching selections. So, you know, if you don't if you don't have your alumni on your side and you don't have the kids on your side. And parents and, and and fellow administration, I think you're already in a losing battle right there. So yeah, and that's Curry, and that's yeah. that's what happened with that. Yeah, Curry, Curry, Curry may want to take a step back, and uh, hopefully he's reading his social media feed because I was. <laughs> that was it's hilarious, man. It's it's nonstop on there. He's, and let's let's Thank put you. the whole John Gruden to sleep, Evan. You know that John Gruden is enjoying life in the in the booth, yeah. and I, I don't think Gruden's gonna, Gruden's not coming to Knoxville. So just let's get rid of that now. Now watch as I'm saying this tomorrow, he gets signed or something. <laughs> I'll be eating crow, and we'll be replaying this this podcast. But Gruden yeah. is not yeah. coming, and, you know. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I would love to see. You know, really tag it, Mike Bavell. I would like to potentially see. I tell you, someone Evan that flying under the radar as a head coach, and he's only uh, a year in. I think a year, maybe two years in. Up there at Austin P. That Coach Healy up there. You oh know, yeah. He came from uh, UT Chattanooga. Had a few years mm-hmm. there, offensive coordinator, and then went on to Austin P. And you see what he's doing there. Yeah. I'm willing to give you a bet. If I'm Curry, I'm, I, you know, hey, that's a name that I think that would energize uh, the fan base. Now, a lot of people say, well, you know, who is this Coach Healy? He only was one year in the OVC as a head coach. But look what he's done. And, you know, he, he has a pretty doggone good resume from his uh, UTC days. And then to come to Clarksville and do what he's done, you know, that, that's, that Healy, that Coach Healy is a name that I would – like to be thrown in that hat again, Willie Taggart. Hey, 
I, I wouldn't mind seeing Lane Kiffin here. I mean, yeah, he left on a on a messed up uh, messed up way, but hey, hey, Lane Kiffin. I mean, we we cannot say <laughs> offensively, <laughs> offensively he is uh, offensively he's uh, legit. That's hey, I, I'm for real. Lane, Lane Kiffin will be back in UT when my left pinky toe. <laughs> I can't think but of anything. But see, you're saying you're saying that you're saying that because the way he left, in which I will say the way he left was foul. I mean, it was all the way foul. It, it stank. That's stunk. It stank. Now Curry. But, now 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 Curry. Curry may not have any current beef with Lane Kiffin, but when you have people up there who have heavy influence like Peyton Manning and 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 former administration and. Uh, Coach Former up there, who still has a lot to do with the the program up there, I don't see them letting him anywhere near that campus. I think they meet him at the doors and be ready to gut punch him. I don't know, Maybe, but <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think he would be a great coach up there, but I, I just don't think that. I, I mean, I don't think he'd make it across campus alive uh, the first day. <laughs> <laughs> or even an I mean, what does what what does Curry do at this point? Like, how embarrassing is that for the oh, University God. of Tennessee football program? And then even him as the athletic director. So basically, let me get this straight. Hey, I go out and find us a coach that I think we can build a program, build a team, take us to the promised land. And then, as whispers and murmurs come out, the fan base, including top notch. Um, alumni and boosters are like, what? No, you're not going to bring uh, Coach Ciano in here. <laughs> and then for him to go back and say, okay, well, Coach Ciano's not going to be our coach. Like, how embarrassing is that for for Curry? But, you know, I just think that maybe he just wasn't thinking on that one. I think he was thinking, and, it, and we're noting this now as a fan base, he is thinking relationship-wise and friendship-wise opposed to getting the best candidate in here that's available. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That indeed is embarrassing. Speaking of it of embarrassing, uh there's a lot of shakeups in the top twenty five this week, wasn't it? I mean what I was, was that again? I mean I was there was a lot of upsets in the top twenty five this week. Uh so I was yeah. so I was so I was trying to catch up. So this weekend I'm on Saturday. I'm I'm still recouping and trying to recover from all the traveling I've been doing. And I wake up and you know and I look up to see uh, uh, Miami getting knocked off. Uh, who else got knocked off? Uh, Bama. Oh, whoa, Bama got knocked off. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Ty. Yeah, that was <clears throat> that was. Uh, uh, it was kind of pleasing, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> Tad uh, are my favorite, but yeah, a lot, a lot of big time upsets this week, man. So uh, going to be interesting to see how uh, the playoffs, the playoffs uh, pan out in college and whatnot. Vanderbilt handed it to UT. That that wasn't an upset, but kind of interesting to see, you know, especially the margin of victory. Well, I mean, it's 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 been a sad year for UT. I was reading uh, a comment or an excerpt online. This is the first year in about 25 years, I believe, is what I saw, 
that UT got beat to Kentucky and Vanderbilt in the same season. So, oh and eight. Oh and eight. Yeah, that's just. And across the SEC, as, as far as talking about other losses, you know, you look at Texas A&M, they fired Coach Sumlin. And, um, you know, he'd been out there yeah. for six years. And that's unfortunate for him. You know, he had that really good year with uh, Johnny Football and just kind of didn't – I mean, he's kind of played mediocre, unfortunately. And that's just life in the SEC. You have the spotlight on you. You know, um, you got the boosters that are watching you and wanting you to win every game. But uh, unfortunately, you don't have too many Nick Sabins or, or Urban Myers walking in the door. So, I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah. Know. We'll, see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I agree. Well, uh, I, think, I, I, think, I think we're getting close to, um, close to that time, my friend. Uh, anything, anything that we forgot, anything that we need to mention, anybody we need to thank, Anybody, anybody, what's going on? Uh, Uh, I think, um, you know, generally, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, again, shout out to the Pearl Cone Firebirds. I hate to get that. I hate that uh, Cornersville got that the best of you on Friday night. Still, yet again, unbelievable season. I know you guys got some great, some great years ahead of you, so keep up your head. Out there on 28th, and shout out to Coach Bernetti and the rest of his young men and assistant coaches out there. It's yeah. football. Top. It's uh, it's football. Yeah, top notch program, top notch program out there. Uh, you know, competitive every year, and uh, you know that's life, man. You know, got to win, you got to lose some. And uh, shout out to all the to all to all the teams, man. All the teams that. Uh, you know, did did not make it in the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> a lot of big time first for a lot of programs out there. Uh, Summit Spartans, uh, a very historical year for them, uh, making it as far as they did uh, into the playoffs to lose to Beach. Um, uh, again, Cornersville Bulldogs, their season still going on. Um, you know, you know, Columbia Academy. We mentioned, uh, you know, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys will never forget this. Uh, the rest of your life. Congrats to everybody. Um, and like we said, if you guys ain't doing nothing this weekend, come support. Come support your fellow players and your fellow coaches and uh, your fellow um, programs here in the state of Tennessee and see what this whole thing's about up here in Cookville. Uh, before you guys move on to the next stages of your life. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a long week for us. We got to get our rest. You know, we're old. You know, we can't, you know, we can't do it the way we used to. So, uh, we're going to have a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, we got to have a lot of, you know, that first, that first championship game that we covered, D.C., it was just me and you up there for D1 Highlights. Uh, <laughs> if I call, if, and if I recall correct, we had to – practically beg and plead our way into the um, <laughs> into the media tent. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to TWSLA up there. Uh, but now, you know, looking at us now, you know, now we're a recognized media outlet uh, for the TWSLA. And we're up there every, every year. Um, and uh, and uh, we've got, oh gosh, I guess about eight, nine, ten people helping us out this year. 
cover and, 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 and spotlight the players and the coaches and the games going on up there this week. So we'll see you guys up there. DC and uh, also just yeah, real quick, remember if you're out there listening tomorrow, eleven AM at Nissan Stadium from eleven to one. Um TSSAA will be announcing uh twenty seventeen Mr. Football Award winners. Um tomorrow, Monday, November twenty seventh from eleven to one PM. So make sure that you are following us so we can um send out congratulations and information on this year's 2017 winners. So shout out to those young men here in Nashville from all across the state. Welcome. And that's, that's pretty much all I got. Football time. Nice. Football time. You guys have uh, played, practiced, blood, sweat, and tears from uh, what? They strap on the pads in August, uh, June, July with weight training and 7-on-7 seven seven and training camps for this weekend coming up on Thursday. Rocking and rolling with the first game. Cornersville Green, versus Greenback. Thursday at 11 o'clock. I'm ready, Evan. What about you? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. And on that note, uh, for DC, I'm Evan. We are D1 Highlights. Y'all follow us online uh, at D1 Highlights on Twitter at D1 Highlights underscore TN on Instagram. And, of course, be looking out for the magazine coming to a high school and a local barbershop near you uh, or a local ice cream shop, wherever we place them at. And uh, <laughs> reach out to us. Y'all reach out to us with your questions and your answers and your corrections and whatever else uh, this week. And uh, we'll see you guys up in Cookville. And uh, we'll make the season finale good, and we'll keep our coverage going year-round like we do every year. So uh, we are D1 Highlights. We'll catch you guys next week. We're out. Yeah.